did he was he born in a cave and thought that people <laughs> like like no like what is what is he like why doesn't he know these things that people don't give birth to mice yeah you know that's that's just uh that's one of the questions isn't it In the words of Backstreet Boys, oh my god, we're back again. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. This is Finger Sandwiches. Hold on. <laughs> this is Finger Sandwiches. And we're your hosts, Alex. And Danny. Um, wow, it's been a while. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Stuff happens. <laughs> I, I guess it was kind of my fault. <laughs> Why? Um, well, we usually record this on Sunday, and I think the first week we missed, there was a Sunday that I was doing something, oh. so we didn't record, and then we just never did it again until right now. That's just our laziness. Also, it's um, because we, like, our entire life has changed <laughs> since last time. Yeah, it's, it's been a, a big, it's been a big change. Yeah. So, I guess I'll start it, but then, like, you can talk more about it. Okay. So, last time we met, you guys, we were um, just a normal uh, married couple, you know. Quote, unquote, normal. Let me remind you that I think your description that you wrote for the podcast was not your average married couple. Yes, I know. So, we weren't, we weren't that normal. <laughs> being facetious, but yes. And now we're like, would you call it ethically non-monogamous? Yeah, so we're kind of, I guess not really polyamorous. It's weird, isn't it? It's but like we're like, but not like open relationship. It's like somewhere in between. So I think that's what ethically non-monogamous is. Yeah, because okay, so an open relationship is basically when you kind of just go out and have like flings with people. You hook up or, or whatever. Polyamory is when you specifically go out and have like full on romantic like dating relationships. And we're like a blend. Yeah, we're like a mix of the two, I guess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the last, I guess the first week we missed, I had a date scheduled on Sunday. And, which is the day we usually record. And well, then, I mean, yeah, so we've been doing this for like four weeks, I think, right? Yeah, something like that a month, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, so it's been pretty crazy. Uh, a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Um, but it, it's been fun. Uh, so Alex and I, we started dating in high school. Yeah. So we, we've been together for like years and years, yeah. and we never really got the chance to experience dating as adults. Yeah. Or, like, other people at all. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> Not even adults. You, just you kind of people. dated some people before I me. kind of dated one person. And then I... You were just... You were my first girlfriend. Yeah, and you were my first boyfriend or whatever partner. <laughs> yeah. So, we were just, like... Part of it was, like, oh, we were wondering kind of, like, what else was out there, you know, wanting to have new experiences and, and just kind of 
Yeah, new relationships. See what was out there. And yeah. it's it's been I'd say overall it's been pretty fun. Yeah. It's been yeah, it's been fun for sure. Like it's been fun experiences and like you realize, wow, like it really does suck to be out there like dating as a single person. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so many times where like we're we're talking to somebody or we go out on a date and I don't know, it's not we don't quite click or whatever and then we we're we come back home and we're like you know, I'm really glad I have you, yeah. like, at the end of the day. Because <laughs> I'm like, wow, there's so many, like, just people, like, just guys that are, like, not, they're just, like, trash, or, like, oh my people who are just, like, terrible at communication, but, like, great people. I don't know, it's just weird. It's so weird to have to deal with the ups and downs and stuff like that. And, yeah, so if you guys have any questions about that or want any topics on our newly found polyamory slash open slash whatever the hell. I wish it was a quicker way of saying ethically non-monogamous. Uh, E&M. E&M, yeah, but then no one's going to know what the hell you're talking sure. about. Um, That's the problem. You're like, um, we're in an E&M relationship. But this is something that we've talked about for, I guess, years. Yeah, on and off for before, just years. <laughs> before this point, it wasn't just like, hey, I had an idea, let's try this. And oh, definitely not. We, our relationship wouldn't survive if it was just like, oh, let's just try like opening it up to other people. Yeah, but it, it's it's been a very interesting experience. Yeah, I'm actually surprised at how well it's going, considering. <laughs> All things considering, like, I thought it'd be, like, terribly jealous or, like, all kinds of stuff. If it were, if it were like, years ago, it would have been like that. Yeah. But we're in a different place now. Yeah. Um, and, and so I've kind of been going the, uh, I guess, the dating route app because I'm terrible dating at... Dating app route? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible at approaching people in person. Also Corona. Also, yeah. Also that. <laughs> But, um, so that, that's been interesting. But you've been more of a, uh, hunting in the wild kind of person. More like meandering and things falling in my path. That's true. I just, whoever, like, I talk to who I feel a connection with. But, I've kind of said it before, I, f- I feel like you being a woman. That's... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that that's kind of easier. Because, like, for me, being a male-bodied person, approaching, like, a woman, I feel like creepy doing that and also like i don't know i'm just i'm just like super aware of the potential danger that a woman could see in me approaching her i guess that's not why you don't do it you don't do it because you're uncomfortable talking to people not because you feel like <laughs> afraid of your appearance <laughs> no you're all right, whatever. That's, uh, that's the real, real. Like, don't try to be like, oh, I'm just, uh, this is why I keep my essence away from the ladies. I can't have them fearing my manliness. <laughs> my, the, the fright of my body, my manliness. No, I don't know. It's just, I'm, I talk to a lot of, I don't know. I don't know if it's easier for me or not. I think it's just my personality. I don't know, because there's a lot of women who it's not easy for. That's true. Like, and I've only, I haven't even actually dated really anyone else. Like, I've been talking to people. True. And there's just been one guy I've been consistently seeing. But, like, everyone else, like, the other two are just, like, falling. Like, I don't know, just kind of talking to at this point. That's true. So I'm not, like, 
out here in these streets just like you come back with me at least not yet yeah <laughs> just kidding <laughs> am i but like yeah i mean i don't i guess it isn't really easier for women i think it just depends on I don't who know. you are i don't know there, there's like um studies and stuff about and i guess this mostly pertains to dating apps but i, I feel like it kind of is evidence of, of what kind of goes on and in, in out in in person too um they they find that like for guys they'll like swipe on right everything on well no they'll swipe right on something like forty to sixty something percent of every of everybody and women will swipe right on three percent yeah of people but then both men and women are matched with like about like one point two percent of the total people they swipe on I think or like the total people they that hurt see. my brain. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, it means uh, men and women are more open. I, or men are more open to a wider variety of partners, I guess, because women are more like choosy. Oh my god! That not, no, be not true. not in a bad way. No, I mean like it seems like guys are so visually focused that they they like when I see stuff about men and swiping and apps, it's like they swipe on everything. Like they're not concerning at all. Like they just keep swiping. That's in, that's what I'm saying. Because they're I don't think it's because they're like I think they're just doing it so that if anyone matches with them they'll respond to it or whatever. So they're not actually thinking about who they're swiping on. They're just swiping based on appearance. Yeah. Whereas women would swipe based on how they look and also what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. I guess, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was okay. saying. Okay. And I don't know. But it's also different in person. Yeah, that's like, true. that's not what you're looking for in certain environments. Mm-hmm. And, um... I don't know. The dating app thing is just uncomfortable for me. It freaks me out. Yeah, I'm not... You have a lot of success on there. Like, oh. you are talking to so many people. And you're acting as if, like, oh, no, I just don't... I don't know if I could talk to anybody. And you, like, have, like, just motherfuckers on deck. Like, you're, <laughs> you're talking to everybody. That's not true. I'm talking to two people kind of consistently right now. Right now, yeah, but you, you've you been talking to a shit ton of people. And then they would ghost on me. Oh, whatever. <laughs> like, you would mutually ghost on each other. Uh, I've been talking to, like, one person, because I knew them before, yeah. and a new person kind of on and off, and... That you also knew before? Not really. I met them. Oh, you, you met them I before. met them. The other person I actually knew. Yeah. This person I just met. And the other guy I met... And I'm just sort of talking to him, yeah. but I haven't been like, like you're you're like actually like cultivating these relationships. I'm just kind of like I don't know, meandering. Yeah. And I'm like, man, dudes ain't shit. This is like every other day. And I'm like, oh wait, no, it's fun to talk to this person. And I'm like, oh god, so like guys are so stupid. And then I don't know. It's like I'm going through my twenties all over again. <laughs> like, like I'm in college or something. Yeah. It's so. so funny. But yeah, I can't do the dating app stuff. That shit gives me terrible anxiety. Like, I, mm-hmm. I just couldn't do you, it. You don't like the idea of, like, just random people out there seeing, like, your picture and, and stuff? Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, it's just different. Like, I don't know who you are. 
Like, when I see somebody, and I'm not a person who's super social or anything, but I feel like I have to, I'd rather see you in person and think, and see if I have that connection with that person there. Yeah. In life, in real life, and then approach them at mm-hmm. that point, than to see them through the app where it's just pictures and, like, a description, and it just freaks me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, that's leaving things up to chance more, because... You don't know if that person, like, is in a non-monogamous relationship like you. Mm-hmm. And they might just be single. And then if they're single, then you can't really have longevity with them. So there's, yeah. like, so many cons with that, too. But I'm just too scared to do the dating apps. I guess, for me, the way I approach it is I'll start talking to them. And if I feel like we, ha- we like, connect, like, we have a lot of the same interests or we have stuff to talk about or whatever, or I feel like they're a cool person... Then I'll like we'll move on to like hey like let's meet up and get coffee or something, um, which I guess I was a little hesitant to do because of COVID. But like I guess if you're outside and you're far enough away from each other, it's not as big of an issue. And also, the people I've been talking to tend to take it pretty seriously. They're not like covid deniers or whatever so it's not like they're going to like barbecues every week and like potentially spreading it to all sorts of other people and stuff so and now people are going to start getting vaccinated more so yeah at least here yeah so So it's like better now so that's what we've been up to (laughs) and do you want to say anything else about it uh not not really um i guess maybe we'll have updates if like crazy things happen Mm -hmm. or if you guys send us an email asking about whatever or telling us your stories yeah yeah that's cool (laughs) so that's our little update and hopefully now we're gonna be consistent it's just you know getting started yeah it's just we missed that one week and then struggled with finding the motivation to kind of get into this groove again yeah and start recording so that's been our little intro and so we're gonna go back to normal and do our finger sandwiches segment next so we'll catch you in a second all right guys here we are at finger sandwiches the segment where we talk about random stuffs do you want to go first nope (laughs) okay um let's see so this was actually hmm, last week i think that i saw this Burger King stuns customers by announcing return of cult favorite menu item. Um, so do you, can you even guess what it is? Burger King? Yeah. Um. It's kind of breakfasty. I actually never heard, <coughs> never heard of it. I, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with, uh. Me neither. The Burger King menu, I guess. <laughs> the Burger King lore. Yes. Um, Burger King's. French toast sandwiches are back. French toast sandwiches. Mm -hmm. The part sweet, part savory breakfast item has become a cult favorite for fast food lovers. Burger King originally launched its French toast sandwiches in 2019, but after a limited run, it disappeared from the menu. So, um, what is it? Okay. So, it features a choice of sausage, bacon, or ham alongside cheese and eggs. All smushed, I didn't like that the article said smushed, smushed. between two sugary French toast buns. So, okay. 
There's a, a sandwich at Denny's that uh-huh. I like, which Denny's is trash, first of all. It definitely is trash. Um, there is a sandwich called the the Grand. It's either called the Grand Slam Sandwich or the Grand the Grand Slamwich, <laughs> and it's like it's toast. It's not it's not French toast, so I uh-huh. guess it's a little bit less gross. But it's like eggs and ham and and a whole bunch of stuff like together. So like with a Grand Slam, you get toast and eggs and bacon and and hash browns and stuff. So, so it's basically all that stuff in the form of a sandwich. Okay, so I was like, so it's just a sandwich but with toast instead of a bun. But then you said it has hash yeah. browns in yeah. it, and that's kind of weird. Yeah. And you love it, don't you? I've had it once. It was pretty good. Oh, you only had it once? Yeah. I don't. That's not commitment. You're not a real lover. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so this is like similar to those um like McRib things. Yeah. Where they I've never it. had a McRib. Have yeah, you? No. Okay. It kind of reminds me of those um, those Morningstar fake riblets. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You really liked those. I really did back in the day. See, for me, the whole limited time on the menu item thing, it's like, okay, what if I really like it? Then but, it's gone. <laughs> but at the same time, it's fast food, so it's kind of good that it's gone. I guess so. That way you don't, like eat it every day that's true so yeah when i first uh, saw this it was before it came out again i don't remember actually hearing anyone talk about this so i don't know if anyone cared but it came out march 25th was that like a couple of days ago what's today like the 28th or something yeah something like that so oh I yeah heard... my phone my phone's right in front of me yeah it's the 28th <laughs> so i haven't heard anyone talk about it but it came out this week again okay. so if you want to try it um it says each sandwich will now come topped with an all new maple butter sauce. Are hmm. you going to eat it? Interesting. No, I'm not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Was that the tagline? No, that was me. Oh, no. That was me asking. Okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not either. That sounds uh, atrocious. Like, I don't want that. What do you got? Okay, so recently, this was this article was from March 19th. Um, so there's a Japanese sushi chain in Taiwan called Akindo, I think. Anyway, they were running a special promotion where they were offering free meals to people who had the word or the two, I guess the two Chinese characters in their name that, that means salmon. Mm-hmm. So if you brought in an ID... And, like, salmon was anywhere in your like name. salmon? Yeah, like the fish. Okay. Sorry, I, I, I don't pronounce the L. So, <laughs> sal- I don't know if people are supposed to or not. Salmon. <laughs> um, like, they, you would get a free meal or whatever. Um, and in Taiwan, it's super easy to change your name. Mm-hmm. I think it costs about $80 in whatever their, their local currency is called, um, which uh, converts to about $3.00. USD. Oh, okay. So a bunch of people went in. I and thought you said it was eighty dollars. No, it's eighty whatever their oh, currency okay. is called. I don't. I don't know what the name of it is. But anyway, so a lot of people went and changed their name to Salmon something or other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was just tons of people coming in to the restaurant. Recently changed their oh name, have their new ID, come in, get a, a new uh, a free meal. Eating all the all the what sushi, a pain all in the, the food. Ass. yeah, right. Um, but it, it was kind of it was kind of fun. Um, 
the uh, the restaurant at the end of the at the end of the, the promotion, the restaurant said, "Yeah, it, it really got our name out there." Which you know they made international news. So yeah, they're, they're, so it was worth they're it. They're definitely gonna do things like that in the future with like oh my god other fish names and stuff. I um, wonder if they're gonna like um, make it more expensive to change your name because that must have been a pain in the ass for the actual people who like work yeah, in the government there, there, office. Yeah, there were. Um, some, but I think I don't know what what his title was, but some government official was like kind of made an announcement telling people to like please <laughs> calm down with the name changes yeah. and stuff. But apparently, so apparently, since it's so easy and cheap in Taiwan to change your name, they put a limit on how many times you can do it. Mm-hmm. So you can only do it three times. Oh. Um, and I think I heard a story. It's not in this article, but there was like a medical student who actually, I guess, didn't didn't realize that, and so he changed his name to Salmon something or other. Yeah. And uh, that was his third time. Oh my god! What do you think the other two times were? <laughs> Probably equally stupid. Equally his being done frivolous reasons. Yeah. So what about like if you're married? Does that count? Like if you have to change your last name every time you. Like if you got married three times, I don't know. I wonder. If that's I'm, I'm a not. Thing. A, I'm not an expert in uh, the <laughs> legality the legality <laughs> of, of changing your name in Taiwan. But apparently, there is a loophole where if your father and you both have the same name, mm-hmm. and you've already changed your name three times, you can then change it again. What? I don't get it. So this guy who changed his name to Salmon mm-hmm. could potentially ask his dad to change his name to the same thing. And then even though he used up his three name changes, that would allow him to change it again to something else. Okay, so if you and your dad both have the same name, then you can change your name again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess that makes sense, Coach yeah. I just wonder why it's so easy to change your name there. Like, why? Uh, I don't know. Like, why do you need to change your name at all? I don't know. Maybe Besides, it's... like, you know, marriage or something. I, I have no idea. I, I didn't look into the... I know. Th- that is a good question, though. So many, I just have so many questions now. <laughs> well, uh, if, Any you, expert? <laughs> if you happen to be an expert on uh, the name change laws in Taiwan, uh, send us an email at fingersandwichespod at gmail.com. Yes, I need to know. And also, good job knowing the email, the call to action. I, I mean, I'm, ha- I'm half of the show. I should know. <laughs> I am the show. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> we let the record show I did not say that. And I only have one more thing. So, I saw this a while ago. It says, what's um, at the top of your post-pandemic bucket list? I just wanted to know if you had a bucket list for post-pandemic. Me? Yeah. Um, there's that thing we kind of already talked about where I want to take a pole dancing class. Oh, I guess so. Other than that, I don't know. Go. That's like your number one thing. <laughs> go. Well, because like everything else is like hang out with our friends again. Okay. Go drink at a bar. Well, we already did that. Well, I mean like inside. Is that? We already did that. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell people. Um, Just trying to act. No, like... that, fine, that's it. Yes. That's, so your top that's all I bucket have. list is go pole dancing? Also, go traveling again. Well, then that's on the list. But I don't have anywhere specific in mind. So? Just add that. All right, all right, Miss Thang. What, what, like, what is your list? I just list? wanted to know what your... I don't have one. I just remember that. You don't even have a I'm list. I'm about to come up with it now. But you... I'm about to come up with it. Okay? So your top, all right, your all right. top five. Just say your top five. Pull dancing, travel, uh, seeing friends. Uh, number four, number four. 
going to a the festival oh, or yes. some sort of convention or something. And the last one? Um, no, that's fine. That, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it. Uh, uh, that'll be my uh, wild card pick. <laughs> okay, so my top five. I'll probably only have four as well. Um, seeing friends, like you said, I miss playing D&D and, like, just board games and just hanging out in the house with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, traveling, like, I want to go somewhere overseas. I don't know where, but just somewhere. Um, maybe we can, uh, maybe we can finally do our New Zealand trip. No. No? Okay. No, not yet. I'm I'm still hesitant about going to New Zealand. Like, I'm wondering if that should be, like, an old people trip. Why? Because it's kind of slow, isn't it? A little bit. It's not like a big hustle-bustle city yeah. kind of place. But so while I'm still able to like run around and be yeah. semi-young, I want to go to more. But there is um, this place called Hobbiton, mm-hmm. which is the name of the place where the hobbits live in The Lord of the Rings, uh-huh. where they basically um, got this farmer in New Zealand to like transform part of his land into a set so like in the in the fellowship of the rings the first one where they're like going to see bilbo and all that that's like a guy's like farm in new zealand so he preserved it yeah he preserved it and so like you can like take tours of it now and that's really cool i mean that's cool but But, that seems like that's it but yeah i I get it 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 seems mostly like a uh just kind of look at nature and like yeah take a kind of slow trip which i wouldn't mind but that's not what i want to no, after the pandemic no offense if we have any uh new zealand listeners oh no i'm sure it's beautiful there <laughs> i'm just saying like i mean it's more is more beautiful than fucking san antonio true. <laughs> so true. like i'm not i'm not saying anything i just i want something a little more alive anyway what are your what's your bucket oh uh, yeah, so friends saying. travel yeah travel I also want to go to a convention, like a festival or something like that. Mm-hmm. I really want to go to a festival. Not music fest, more like uh, drinking or like eating so like, or like an like, art or something. Like Worst Fest. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like a little more uh, a little more chill. Like, <laughs> like I guess Worst Fest, yeah, you're right. Not, I was thinking Oktoberfest. Oh, okay. Yeah, something chill. Or is Worst Fest the one where you get drunk? both yeah i don't want to get drunk i just want to have like some tasting like a a wine tasting thing or something yeah because you know how sometimes they have like little conventions where they have like different wine okay okay so (laughs) or we can go to uh we could go to like a renaissance fair we haven't been to one of those in years yeah but like yeah because i'm like you're once you've gone kind of like seen it yeah but it's 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 but it's been a couple years Yeah, yeah it's been a few i wonder how much it's changed though like if we yeah, go, it's, it's just gonna be the same. It seems like shit. it's the same kind of vendors every year. Yeah, so I do want to go, but I, I'm pretty sure it's like the same thing. But still, I want to go just to experience it again because I miss it. Mm-hmm. Like I took everything for granted, and now I'm like, I don't care that it's the same. I want to see it again. Yeah, and I want to do a road trip. Like I really want to do a road trip again. And that's separate from travel. Oh, because you said overseas travel. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I want to do a road trip. And number five. What is up with this number five? Can you do it? Um, Can you do it? I want to get away. (laughs) That counts as travel. That's a a duplicate? doesn't count? I have no clue. Maybe go on a house tour. (laughs) A house tour? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess I don't know. Just like going to a place without a mask on. 
That's true. That's, yeah, that's fair. That'll be nice to walk around and drink coffee and like like normal, like it used to be. Yeah. I miss that. All right. Was that your... That's my bucket list. Your yeah, bucket yeah. list. Okay. And that's the end of my finger sandwiches. Oh, I got I got like two more things. Then you should have went first. Well, because... All right. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So the next two things aren't really news stories. They're sort of... They don't have to be. Fact. Oh, I know. I'm just... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're just sort of facts. Fact. Fact. Facts. That I kind of found out. So there's this thing called the sweater curse. So, this is from Wikipedia, the mm-hmm. Wikipedia entry for Sweater Curse. Have you donated? No, never. <laughs> I should. I probably really should, but I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to. <laughs> okay, go ahead. The Sweater Curse, or Curse of the Love Sweater, is a term used by knitters to describe the belief that if a knitter gives a hand-knit sweater to a significant other, it will lead to the recipient breaking up with the knitter. In an, alternate, in an alternative formulation, the relationship will end before the sweater is even completed. The belief is widely discussed in knitting publications, and some knitters claim to have experienced it. In a 2005 poll, 15% of active knitters say that they had experienced the sweater curse firsthand, and 41% considered it a possibility that should be taken seriously. So it's like getting your name tattooed, or somebody's name tattooed on you. Yeah, I guess so. That's so crazy. Um, despite the name, the sweater curse. Uh, despite the name, the sweater curse is treated in knitting literature not as a superstition governed by paranormal forces, but rather a real-world pitfall of knitting that has rational explanations. What? Several plaus- plausible mechanisms for the sweater curse have been uh, proposed, but it has not been studied systematically. So they're like, no, this this curse is real, like it, it really happens. It is a thing. Like this isn't this is truth. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, next thing is, I wonder if they so they don't feel the same way obviously about like knitting a cap or a socks or anything. Just like that. I guess specifically because the sweater takes so long to make because mm-hmm. it's bigger, so that's why the whole the relationship will end before you finish it. Oh, okay, because it takes so long. Uh, as far as giving it to somebody and that ending the relationship, though, I don't, I don't know. Oh, so it's just the process of making it. Probably. Well, no, they said there's two versions. There's if you give the sweater to somebody, the completed sweater to somebody, it, the, a relationship will end. Or if you are knitting a sweater and then, like, when you start sometime during the process before it's finished, the relationship will end. Yeah, you know, I guess it is. That could be fact because how many people marry the person? That yeah, it, it, it's like thinking about it. It's like, well, yeah, most relationships end yeah. before, <laughs> before one partner dies, you either break up or, yeah. or get divorced like, or whatever. Like, yeah, I guess that is actually kind of fact, but that could that's, be for that, anything. That's like um, every time I shake somebody's hand, that person will die eventually. Yeah, like that person will die. Like, mark my words. I shook that guy's hand. 80 years later, where is he? He's dead now. Okay. Now, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, my mind was already on to the next. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. All right. Are you familiar with the hit children's film, Stuart Little? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. 
I know. Yes. I know. But in case anybody doesn't know, Stuart Little is a movie about a family that goes to adopt a child. Based and off a book, right? Based off a book, yes. At, by E.B. White. Um, that goes to an orphanage and they end up adopting a talking mouse named Stuart. And the family's last name is Little. So he becomes Stuart Little. And then it's about kind of like fitting him into the family and stuff like that. Right. So in the book... This is from Wikipedia also. Somebody said something about Stuart Little on Twitter, and it made me have to uh, do a little research. <laughs> okay. The book... This is, from, this is from Wikipedia. The book is a realistic yet fantastical story about a mouse-like human boy named Stuart Little. Oh. According to the first chapter, he, quote, looked like a... Uh, fucked up that quote. <laughs> quote, looked very much like a rat slash mouse in every way. So he was a child. So he was a human child. This whole time? Yes. Now, I did a little... Wait, even his... So what about the illustrations? Was he like... Well, here is the front of the book. Um, I guess the original cover. It shows a mouse in a little uh, canoe. Oh, okay. With a little oar floating down a river. So yeah, he he looked 100% like a mouse person. But he was, in fact, human. So this kind of reminds me of the upsetting news that we heard about uh, Hello Kitty a few years back. I don't believe that. Where Hello Kitty is a human girl that just looks like a cat. That's so weird. Like, why would they even try to make that canon? (laughs) Like, I refuse to believe that. I wonder if they rescinded that. I never actually read anything about it or looked into it. What are you looking at? Uh, Just another article about... Kind of the Stuart Little thing. Stuart Little. Stuart Little. So he was legit just a guy. Okay, so was he a kid that looked exactly yes. like a mouse? Yeah, and here, I'll, I'll, let me let me read this part. Okay, so this is from a website called The Debunker. Mm-hmm. Like um, Snopes, I guess. Kind of, yeah, except, I don't know. There's a picture of a guy. He looks very British, so maybe it's the British version. <clears throat> I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> so it's saying basically the premise... Of the 1945 novel is a little different from the the movie. In the book, uh, the uh, uh, the father and his wife conceive and give birth to a human baby who just happens to look like a fully grown two inch tall mouse, complete with tail and whiskers. No one seems too concerned about this development. The doctor says, uh, the doctor is quote delighted with Stuart and said that it was very unusual for an American family to have a, ha- a mouse. To be fair, it's not clear if E.B. White actually knows what a mouse really is. Quote, Before he was many days old, he was not only looking like a mouse, but acting like one too, wearing a gray hat and carrying a small cane. What? <laughs> Which isn't very <laughs> mouse-like behavior. I'm so confused. So before he was a few days old, he wore he would walk around with a gray hat. But and who carrying is this, a cane. So does E.B. White not understand who people are? Like, did it, I don't even know much about... Is this, is E.B. White a male? I, I, honestly? All right, let's just say they. So, <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yes. Uh, Elwyn Brooks White was an American writer. He was the author of several popular books for children, including Stuart Little and Charlotte's Web. So... Did he, was he born in a cave and thought that people, like, <laughs> like, no, like, what is, what is he, like, why doesn't he know these things that people don't give birth to mice? Yeah, uh, you know, that's, that's just, uh, 
That's one of the questions, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> I feel more upset knowing this. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so like, um, what I saw on Twitter was like, since Stuart Little is a human, does that mean that he was just like, he never developed past the whatever weeks old version of a, a human embryo is? Because it's like when they still have no, the tail and Stuart stuff. No, because Stuart Little is a goddamn mouse. <laughs> We're not, our first stage isn't being a mouse. <laughs> we don't go from being a mouse to a person. That's not how it works. No. <laughs> like, he has fucking whiskers listen, in listen. his tail. All right, so the, the sperm cell fertilizes the egg cell. You turn into a crab. You're a crab for about a week. <laughs> then you become a muskox and then a mouse. Oh my and God. then a human fetus. What the hell is a muskox? Uh, it's, a, it's a type of ox. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I guess smells strongly. Ooh, I like musk. Anyway, that was that was all I had. <laughs> well, that was good because I'm deeply disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's the end of Finger Sandwiches segment. And we're on to our last one, which is the Tales from the Forum. Tales from the Forum. Catch you in the flip side. Now for the last segment of the day, Tales from the Forums. Okay, how many do you have? One. Okay. I guess I'll go first. Okay. Mine are like three, but they're in the same kind of like thread. It's just like whatever I saw. All right. So this is from r slash sad cringe. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So this is just some stuff I saw that I was like, oh, that's sad. I'm going to... That's sad and that. cringe. Yeah, that's sad slash also cringe. Okay. So it was just some guy saying on Facebook, I assume, yeah, because it's like reactions. I've had no luck finding a girlfriend in Florida so far. I'm beginning to wonder if my previous girlfriend was my last shot at a happy love life. And then someone commented, I hate how this world is so cruel, fucked up, dark and unfair. I got one of those waifu app girlfriends to keep me company when when the loneliness gets to me. Too many women these days are so picky, shallow, and stuck up. I'll let you know what the app is if you're interested. Aww. <laughs> He's like, listen, <laughs> I know you're having trouble getting a girlfriend, so I got this sweet-ass waifu app for you. Listen, real women are not where it's at. Mm-mm. They're picky, stuck up. You just need to get yourself a waifu, <laughs> and then you'll be good to go. And the next one is, someone's like, so sick of Walmart employees having the worst attitudes towards customers. It's not my fault Walmart is the only option <laughs> or the only place that will hire you. And that was in 2013. Mm. Flash forward to 2016, it said starting a new job at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pettiness of going through your random friend's um, Facebook to yeah. find when they posted that. <laughs> Yeah. Someone was like, I fucking remember when she said this. Wait a second. I'm going to go back and I'm screenshotting this. All right. And this is the last one. And it was on an anime girl dating sim. So this is a review for it, I guess. Okay. Um, this is actually kind of sad. But this guy says, I can't get my girlfriends back. He's like, I lost my password. I had written it down. I written down my ID, but I forgot to write down my password. I worked two to three years to get two girlfriends in a ton of limited edition outfits. I was only four to five levels away from getting a third girlfriend. I worked so hard for so long to get there where I was and then my phone just overheated and it wouldn't turn on anymore. 
I got a new phone and transferred everything over, but I don't have my password. I forgot to write it down. I lost all my hard work. All I'm asking is that you send me my password. I thought I had my email, but I didn't put it into the game. I'm begging you. I love both of my girls. They become like virtual friends to me, and I'm really upset that I lost them. Please send me the password so I can write it down this time. He's like, I just want my girls back. Oh, no. He's like, why can't they just send me my password? I sent them all my information. And he's like, I just wish I could have them back. That makes me. The and then the first comment was like, "Give this man his password and animate Teddy's back." (laughs) (laughs) And someone's like, "Right, they refuse to give this man his hard on his hard earned animate titties. Shameful." You know he spent a lot of money on that. I know. I was like, "Oh my god, he became so attached to those girls." He's like, "I just Uh. want my babies back." But he didn't even think of them as girlfriends. They were just friends to him. And he misses them. Aw, that's sweet. So, um, he, he, they're gone now. So yeah. He's going to have to put two or three more years of work back into it. Yeah. So, that was my sad cringe foray into the forums. What you got? Mine is from Reddit r slash Craigslist. Or best of Craigslist, sorry. I always love a good Craigslist. So, this post from Craigslist is called, Take a picture of my girly son, Boulder, as in Boulder, Colorado. Okay. So, so this is somebody in Boulder, Colorado. Anyway, Mm -hmm. here's the post. My son is a singing boy. He wants the famous life because of the music in his throat. (laughs) What the fuck? We entered him in the contest, but the contest is girls only. They crush my son's dreams like a real-life gargoyle. What the fuck? Please take a picture of my son, but make him look a girl with makeup. So Photoshop Oh, sorry, make him like a girl with makeup. He says he's fine with it. He wants to trick the mean contest into thinking this boy's son is girl son. So we win the trophy and help pay for a backpack that isn't wet. What the fuck? That's all this person wants. Just give them a clean, uh, dry backpack. A compensation, $500 up front, another 500 when I see the picture of my son like a girl. So, they want to enter him in this girls-only singing competition to get prize money so they can buy a backpack that isn't wet, I guess? But they want to spend they wanna, $500? <laughs> but they want to... Oh, well, total $1,000 <laughs> to somebody to take a picture of their son looking like a girl. They could have just gone to Fiverr and had this done. Like, they're they're willing to drop some serious cash. Like, you did not have to spend that amount of money, first of all, on a Photoshop job for your kid. And, like, just... In, like, they, did, they really didn't know before they entered the competition that it was girls only. Yeah, I don't know. Also, it's kind of weird that it was girls only. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many. The, this this whole this whole this whole setup just seems kind of fake to me. Like yeah. they're like, oh, <laughs> maybe the the boy is like, I want pictures of me as a girl. Yeah. Let me make a Craigslist. <laughs> I don't um, know. Yeah, or maybe he still wants to like join the competition, but. He wants a Photoshop job, and he just wants it, and he's going to get it and not pay just, them. Just, like, not even Fiverr. Like, go on, get, um, what is it? Fa- DeviantArt? No. Oh, Facetune, yeah. Facetune. And, and do the, so many apps do the, that you can do. Do the girl filter, yeah. But what are you going to do in person? That's true. Like, you still got to show up 
And like you're still gonna have to get a wig. You're still gonna you're gonna have to go full drag. The amount of money and time and effort that goes into tricking these people so that you can get in there and possibly win, like he doesn't even know if he's gonna win. Yeah. This is a lot just for the possibility of winning. Yeah. A thousand dollars just so you can have a dry back. To be fair, we don't know what the uh, what the prize money is. What do you mean? Well, so they were prom- They were going to pay a total of $1,000 to whoever did this. And but you- I don't know how much the prize money for Jesus the girls only singing competition is. Oh my god. Is. They're like, it's like a local competition and they're like, the prize money is a million dollars. Yes, and we don't... If that was the case, I would also be <laughs> dressing my, my child up. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, if it's a ton of money, I'm like, you know what? Also, yeah. I want to I want to see this backpack that he's trying to get. Yeah, what is this backpack? I like the thought of him being like, I don't even care about the prize money. I just want it. like, well, no, I guess he wants the money to buy the. There's just so many questions. Yeah, I'm unsatisfied. I need a follow up for this. But uh, there will be never. There will never that, be a there, there will never be anything. <laughs> That's the tough part about the Craigslist stuff is you never know what happened after that. Yeah. Damn it! I hope I. Well, do I hope that that kid won? Do you hope that that kid won? Yes, I do. <laughs> and then the girls are going to be like, God damn it. Like, another competition. Like, a guy's a guy won our girls only competition. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> be careful with how you say that. <laughs> what do you mean? The, the whole transphobic argument about Well, he's women. not a trans kid. Right? That we know. They didn't say Maybe that. Maybe this is all an elaborate ruse. <laughs> Well, yeah, if he's a trans kid that just wants to, like, join because, like, he's like, I'm a woman, then, yeah, I get that. But I, I just thought he was just a cis male kid that just wanted to dress up like a girl so he can get in the competition and win money. To buy a backpack. Yeah. As you do. Yeah, because <laughs> that on. seemed to be the main focus of it. I know, I was just... Whatever. Hey, I'm not trying to get canceled in these streets. Okay. Like, you're like, you know what, I... My Danny's views do not reflect. Uh, Alex's views do not reflect the show, and uh, like, <laughs> just cut it out. Just cut it all out, then. No, it stays. <laughs> it stays. You're getting canceled. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's it, right? Yeah. That's all we got. I'm glad that we came back, and who knows? Who knows what we'll be talking about next time? And. So, I guess it's our little call to action. If you guys have any stories, if you want to tell us anything, if you have like a topic suggestion or some cool gossip going on, um, email us at fingersandwichespod at gmail.com. Or like you can follow us on Instagram, send us a message there. But honestly, I'd probably see it more if it was an email. So, just send us an email and let us know what you think if you have any questions or whatever. All right. Uh, see you next time, guys. See ya.